Hi, friend. Welcome to another podcast episode on The Steph Gas Show. I am so happy that you are here because today we're going to be going through three steps to fostering biblical confidence as a woman of faith with Esther Littlefield. And Esther runs the Christian Women Leadership Podcast and really helps women embrace their God-given gifts, skills, and passions and help lead with confidence. And when we really think about confidence, I love so much that today's conversation centers around what God says about confidence and what his word says about confidence. So grab your Bible, a notebook and pen. Let's do this. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business or ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it. Clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. (laughs) This is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha, Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. All right, friends, before we dive into today's show, if you are a faith-led entrepreneur or a soon-to-be or wannabe faith-led entrepreneur, you want to get clear on what God is calling you to do as far as starting a new business or even a ministry, I want you to head to stephaniegass.com courses and check out Clarify Your Calling. If you are already in business, but you are so tired of the social media hustle, the one-to-one marketing, the DM conversation, and the endless discovery calls, and you want to generate leads organically using podcasting, I want you to head to podcastprouniversity.com or the Stephanie Gass School. Check that out. That's step two. Or lastly, if you have a podcast, but you want your podcast to be the thing, you are like, I am all in. I'm 100% sold out to podcasting being the way that I grow impact and income in my space, then I want you to go check out podcasttoprofitmastermind.com where you can get registered for our next round of podcast, uh, podcast to Profit where we go through 90 days of immersion group coaching where we scale your show, revamp everything you know to be true about your podcast, keywords, SEO, marketing, visibility. I teach you how to optimize a coaching offer or build a course, how to actually sell it, how to fix your sales pages or set one up, um, how to sell with authenticity and actually bring in that revenue, how to do live launch, organic launch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's so baller. So all of those details can be found at stephaniegass.com slash courses. Hey, Esther. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Sure. So 
I am a marketing strategist and business coach for multi-passionate, high-achieving Christian women. And I have courses and a mastermind program. And really what I love doing with my clients is helping them in marketing. So it's not so complicated as well as providing faith-based community so that they can build a thriving online business. And personally, I live in Maine. I'm married to my husband. We've been married for over 20 years and we have one daughter who is 13 and we just love living the Maine life here and enjoying the outdoors. So fun. I've never been to Maine. I need to go. Yes. <laughs> I don't love it as much in the winter because I don't love the cold, but it's definitely beautiful most of the time. Why is it that all the beautiful places always are also so cold? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> We just got back from Minnesota and it's like, this is so beautiful. And then you're like, oh yeah. And they have epically awful winters. <laughs> exactly. So I brought you on today because I know similarly, we help women with growing online businesses and really getting into that space of living out what they've been called to do as their life's work. And I know for my women and for me, and I'm sure for you, Esther, some of the biggest roadblocks that we face are in our confidence. And what we have coined as imposter syndrome. So tell us a little bit about your journey with those two things. And then I know you have some tips today that we're going to be going into. Yeah, it's so true. This is something that I think when I was earlier on in my business career, I thought, oh, once I get to a certain point, this won't be a problem. <laughs> and the more I go further and further in my business journey, the more I realize people, all of us battle this issue of confidence and imposter syndrome at all stages of life and business. So it's not something to be ashamed of, to get super discouraged about if it's something you're dealing with. But I do think there are things we can do about it. One story, I was so insecure growing up. I had no confidence. And even though externally I learned how to step out and do some things and appear more confident, I still internally was struggling with my self-worth and whether I was really on the right track and whether I was worthy of being in the rooms I was in and those types of questions and fears and doubts. And I would often hold back. I would not speak up and not step out and do things. Even if I sensed God was calling me to, I would still hold back because of that. And so it really was God kind of intervening in my life and bringing me to a point where I couldn't do anything in my own strength. And I got to kind of a breaking point and realized like something has to change. I can't keep going forward, trying to do this in my own strength. Right. And so I started digging into scripture and I started really digging into what God says and learning about confidence and understanding what he says about me and really getting a clearer picture of my identity. The more I did that, the more I started to be able to build true biblical confidence, which has helped me move forward and step into my calling. Really, it's it, all of that happened before I started my business. And I believe a lot of that really was foundational for me to actually step out and do what I'm doing now. And so God has taken me on this journey of going from just like so shy, so insecure to now being a leader, having a thriving business, leading women online, as well as in my local church and in my local community. I've had lots of opportunities to use my gifts, but it's come from 
God's work in me and shifting a lot of things so that I have a better understanding of who I am in him and being able to take action based on that. That is so amazing. And isn't it so fun to watch how God always takes those of us who are like, I could never have a podcast or be a speaker or serve in all these different places. And you were insecure and you mentioned self-conscious and not being confident when you were in the room. And now he's made this redemption story out of all those things that you perceived as weakness to show you. Yeah. You can do the things that you thought were absolutely impossible for you because it's just the God he is. It's just, I love hearing stories like this. So for the women listening, thinking, well, I would love that. I would love my redemption story when it comes to confidence. And I feel like an imposter, or I feel like, who am I to start this podcast or to bring this message to the world? I know that you want to share some ways that we can actually develop in our confidence and our biblical confidence. Can you walk us through, just take us through each way, and then I'll pop in with questions or thoughts after each one. I would love to do that. Yeah. So I'll just give the three things first, and then I'll kind of dive into each one. So the first thing we need to do is we need to know biblical truth. We need to really develop a biblical understanding of confidence. And so that's step one. Step two is to understand the truth about yourself and get clear on your own gifts, experiences, and have a clear understanding of who you are. And then the third one is to take action. So they sound really simple, (laughs) but I'll kind of dive into each one a little bit. And then, like you said, you can just jump in whenever you've got questions. But the first one, knowing biblical truth, this is really where it started for me. I really started to do a deep dive into scripture and into what the word confidence even means in scripture, because what I had been doing before that was kind of following the world's advice on becoming more self-confident right? And that is really all about relying on yourself and your own abilities and doing affirmations and kind of saying, I can do this and I can overcome things and I can be successful. And there's a lot of things that our culture and the world teaches us to do that don't necessarily fully line up with scripture. And the problem with that, and what I found for myself was that when I was trying to become confident that way, it was always ultimately failing me because I'm human and I'm not perfect. And I don't actually have the ability to do anything I dream of. I do believe God gives us potential to do a lot of things beyond what we might think, but there are some things that I just can't do. If you take that approach of confidence, it's always going to fail you because we as humans can't do God has called us on our own. When you say you went into scripture to see what does confidence mean and you really dug into that, I can imagine some of the women listening right now going, that feels really intimidating. I don't know Mm. where to find that in scripture. I don't know how to dig in to scripture to find the biblical truth. Can you walk us through what that looked like for you? Yeah. I wish I could remember exactly how it started, but I know I was reading in the Psalms. And as I was reading through Psalms, I would just see the word confidence every once in a while. And so I just started to like get curious about that. And I would read it in different versions. And sometimes it would say confidence. And sometimes it would say the word trust. And so I started to actually, I'm a little bit of a nerd and I like to find out 
like the original language that the Bible was written in, which is Greek and Hebrew most of the time. And so there's an app that I recommend called Blue Letter Bible. You can download this app onto your phone and there's actually like a feature in there that it will show you the original language and the words that are used to actually translate into English that we're reading today. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. And I started to dig into every time I came across the word confidence, I would look up the Greek or Hebrew word and I would start to study what did that mean in context and the different ways. For example, the one I mentioned in Psalm, um, Psalm 33, 20 through 22 is one of those places that I read. It's actually really about trust. And that's the word confidence that we have in English today is from the Latin words that mean with trust. (laughs) So the word itself is about trust. And if you look at scripture, you'll see that it's about putting our trust in God. And it's about knowing that all of our abilities come from God and that he loves us. And that's the basis of our trust in him is, is his love for us. And so that's really where it started to shift for me was as I dug in and I just, as I would read scripture, I would go down that rabbit trail of learning what the word meant and studying it in context. And it just started to open my eyes to the fact that my confidence is not based on my own abilities, my experience, my anything I have done. It's really based on putting my trust in God who created me, who loves me, and who will provide everything I need to do what I'm called to do. It's so funny that you just bring up trust because I just recorded an episode on trust as well. It all comes back to these recurring themes that make such a difference in the way we show up. And then Blue Letter Bible, totally going to download that. That sounds like my cup of tea. I'm constantly Googling like Hebrew word for, Greek word for. And so I love that. So what did you find? Take us to step two, understanding the truth about you. Okay. I think it's hard for us a lot of times to see ourselves the way that other people see us. And most of the Christian women I talk to don't really struggle with pride and arrogance in the sense of thinking too much of themselves. They often are actually undervaluing the gifts, the talents, the abilities that God has given them. So I started to really just dig deep into that idea and start like, what has God gifted me with? What are the things, experiences I've had to bring me to where I am today? What are the things that I've invested in to grow and to develop and to learn? And what are some of the practical skills that I have that I've learned either self-taught or again, through some form of education? And those types of things, when you can start to get an objective picture of those things about yourself, not in a sense of trying to make yourself better than what you are, but just to say, look, on paper, I have (laughs) actually done a lot of things. I have learned a lot of things. God has gifted me in a variety of ways. And this is the truth about who I am. It's not wrong to say that I have a degree in social work. That's true. (laughs) And so having a degree in social work partly plays into some of the work that I do today in my business. So that's not wrong to do. So when you can get clear about the truth about yourself, it gives you this sense of 
confidence that, okay, yeah, I actually am equipped to do some of the things that God has prepared me for and has placed me in this place that I'm in to serve the people that I'm serving, to have the business I have, whatever he's asking you to do. I love that you took a look at the past because one thing I often see from the students and the listeners is they come from a position of where they want to go. So they're looking at, I'm not qualified or I'm an imposter because I'm going to teach people to have whatever, a six-figure business, but yet they've just begun the journey. And so, yes, you are an imposter if you're trying to teach people to do the thing you haven't yet done. And so that we constantly are like, go back to where you've been and know that those are the people that you're called to help right now. It's not to say you won't help somebody build their six-figure business later when you have yours, but it's sitting with where you really are and doing that inventory work that goes backwards. That's what really grows that confidence because we don't celebrate enough what we've done. We're constantly focused on where we want to go. So I'm super glad that you brought that up. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's often we're looking at what we don't have, what we're missing to get to our next step instead of looking at, like you said, where we've been, what we've done. And if your listeners are anything like me, it's easy when I have a win to just breeze on by and just like, what's the next goal? I don't often stop to celebrate the wins, the results that I've gotten for the people I have worked with. I was even thinking about this recently because one of the things that I have as part of my business is that I'm hosting retreats. Right. And so one of my past retreat attendees mentioned that she felt like the retreat that I had was one of the best she'd ever been to. And I was reflecting on that. I was like, huh, it might be because I've been leading small group experiences in church, missions trips, other retreats that I've been involved in for like 20 years. I have a lot of experience, but I had never sat down to actually think about that. And so, yeah, I love the idea of looking backwards to establish where you can go moving forward. So good. So after you had done that and you really understood the truth about what you had been equipped with until that point, what was that next pivotal step that really explode your confidence? Step three. That's the hardest one. It's taking action. Right. (laughs) So again, what happens with me is I can do the studying scripture and aligning my thoughts with the truth. I can look at my experiences. We can get stuck in that imposter syndrome of even though you know the truth about God and you know the truth about yourself, well, there's still that last step of actually having to do something about it. And stepping out can be really scary. Even after I got to a certain point in my business, I was making a shift from doing one kind of work to a different kind of work. And I found a new, like I hit up against imposter syndrome when I did that, because I kept thinking, well, am I actually qualified to do this? Is anybody actually going to pay me for this? I was able to justify what I was doing before because I had that past record of success with my clients, but now I was shifting into more coaching and consulting, which felt very different at the time. And the only thing I could do was just put myself out there and say, this is what I'm doing now, guys. Like I'm going to be a coach, (laughs) book a strategy session if you want. And it wasn't until I actually just put myself out there and took that action, that imposter syndrome that started to fade away. 
Right. The more I took action, the less that had power over me. Amen to that. I can attest to that same exact experience. And it's been such a revelation for me that now I'm like, I just want to take action and not even think about it because the fear is the fear, like the fear of doing the thing right. manifests and makes you feel scared and self-conscious and like an imposter. And that's what lets the, like giving it such a runway from you thinking of doing the thing to actually taking off. That's the runway for your confidence to wane and for your trust to falter. It's like, take action. I love that step because I've seen that every single time in my own life and business as well. So good, Esther. So your three steps recapping, and then I want to hear one last word of wisdom that you have for the listeners are one, know and seek biblical truth. And I love Esther's tips here. Get curious read the scriptures that land for you in different versions. And you guys can just change your app to different versions of the Bible app. And then the blue letter Bible will show you the root of these keywords that you find in the Hebrew or the Greek translation. And then step two, understand the truth about you. And Esther was mentioning really inventory, your gifts, experiences, results, and then be excited about what you have to offer people that you've already done. And then step three, take action, which is going to defeat that imposter syndrome. Amazing. Esther, what's that last piece of wisdom or encouragement you have on your heart and where can everybody find you and connect with you? Yeah. Thanks, Stephanie. So I think my last word of encouragement is that this is an ongoing process. It's not a one-time project. So if you start going through these three steps, you will probably start to gain more confidence. You'll start to see that you're experiencing less imposter syndrome. But then like what happened with me is when I stepped into a new phase of my business and shifted some of my offers, I hit up against it again. And I had to battle that. I had to align myself with the truth of God's word. I had to go back to, okay, this is the truth about myself. And then I just had to step out and take action. So don't be surprised if you continue to need to walk through these steps on a regular basis. So that's my word of encouragement. Don't give up and keep moving forward. So where people can connect with me, best place is my website, estherlittlefield.com. I have my podcasts on there. I have some resources. And is it okay if I mention a resource? Yeah, sure. They might want to grab. Okay. So I do have a guide that will walk you through this process that I just, that we just talked through. So if you want a few more questions to ask yourself and a few more scripture resources and things, if they go to estherlittlefield.com slash confidence, then I will have that free resource available. Amazing. Esther, thank you for blessing us today. And you guys go grab that and check out her podcast. We'll see you soon. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com. 
and head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.